Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Best Pretender podcast where we go over the most controversial topics in today's society. Episode one, uh, the first topic, we're going to go over appeal to authority fallacy. And Charles, do you want to go over what that means to the audience? Sure. So uh, I got the definition of a website called um, Logical Fallacies. Mm -hmm. It just basically lists a bunch of them in this one. Yep. To me, it's the most important one. It says, insisting that a claim is true simply because a valid authority or expert on the issue said it was true without any supporting ev- evidence offered. Okay. So basically, if um, you know a doctor says cancer actually can't kill you, yep. and you just accepted that, that would be an appeal to authority fallacy because this doctor is an epidemiologist or whatever and mm-hmm. you're just assuming, oh, he said it, so it's true, but obviously that's not true. Mm-hmm. So where do you, where do you want to, like, the way I look at this is believing and it just blindly going along with something um, because of someone who is in a authoritarian or uh, leadership position. Basically, we just said from, like, a doctor from the example that you just used. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, like, another an example of this would be, you know, athletes. Mm-hmm. Whenever athletes share their political opinions, yep. and I'm not one of these shut up and dribble guys, like, I believe everyone should have the right to their opinion. I just don't believe that LeBron James's opinion should be taken more seriously because he's really good at dribbling a basketball. He is not yes. an authority figure on what is true and what is no. not. But the, the sad thing is that people look up to him as such. They look him... There's a difference between a role model... Which I think he's a good one. Yes. And someone who has... An intellectual. He, yeah. <laughs> Which he is not. Well, I'm, he might be an intellectual... <laughs> he's not, I he, promise. He, all right. But he might be an intellectual in some aspects, but I don't think he's an intellectual. He's, he, he's an intellectual on political views or no, or or an expert on society issues right i think it, i don't know we can i don't really want to delve into lebron james mm-hmm. and debate him too much yeah. but i think um i don't like him as a basketball player i think he's highly overrated mm-hmm. and um i think if you look into some of the things that he's done off the court you will realize he is truly a good person yeah we'll just leave it at that yep so where, so where do you want to like begin begin with this? I have a perfect quote. Okay. It's from a man who um, <clears throat> I personally think is one of my major influences on why I think the way that I think. Um, and that's George Carlin. Yep. This is a quote. It, it, no one who knows who George Carlin is. Look Carlin. George Carlin up. You should, everyone should know who George yeah, Carlin famous is. Famous comedian. Yeah. And... Um, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want I'm just reading the quote because mm-hmm. I'm going to butcher his perfect, perfect uh, comedic timing here. Yep. This is the quote. It is not important to get your kids to read. Children who want to read are going to read. Kids who want to learn to read are going to learn to read. It is much more important to teach children to question what they read. Children should be taught to question everything, to question everything they read, to question everything they hear. Children should be taught to question authority. Parents never teach their children to question authority because they are authority figures themselves and they don't want to undermine their own mistakes inside their own household. Perfect. That's George Carlin. Yep. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Audience, I don't know what you think about that. Leave your well, the reason I bring below, that up but... is because 
It starts everything. Uh, a major theme that people are going to recognize in what we talk about is everything comes back to uh, the household. The household. It's a huge. It's a huge delineation between success and failure. Is mm. did you have good role models growing up? Yep. And um, <laughs> people. When people think of parents, you know, there's a lot of stupid people out there. Absolutely. And something that people fail to forget is these people are parents. Absolutely. And they're raising dumb children because they themselves are stupid. Children are a clean slate. And people are capable of different things, intellectually, physically, mentally, whatever. But if you have good role models who tell you to challenge what you hear, to tell you to think on your own, most people will have a better chance of success Mm -hmm. in their lives. Yeah, I mean, we, we, <clears throat> we talked about this before. Is questioning is something that is truly failing in today's society. We see this with the media. Um, God. They're telling you how to feel. They're telling you how to think about certain topics. Which is, it's wrong, yes, but I, go ahead, do that. You can tell me how I, how I should feel all the time, but the... The problem is people are listening to them. Yes, you should... It comes down to personal accountability. You, you shouldn't be blaming that person. You shouldn't be holding... Instead of holding them accountable, you should be holding yourself accountable and questioning why why do they want me to feel this way. I agree to an extent, but I also disagree with you to a point because a lot of these... Like CNN, mm-hmm. um, they are uh, you know, a propaganda arm for the Democrat Party. Let's be honest. Yeah. But... My issue with CNN is not that they are that. I have no problem. Like MSNBC is that as well, but they say they are that. Mm-hmm. My issue with CNN is that they claim to be a centrist news organization, which they are not. Mm-hmm. If people own their biases, I'm cool with that. So this is where we believe in liberalism and, yeah. and we're just... But the problem is people are watching CNN thinking, okay, this is the centrist viewpoint. If it's going that far mm-hmm. left, then the Republicans just must be crazy. Yeah. And then CNN must be right. And then I, I should have... To go by these rules if I want to be... And that's where the personal accountability comes in. Yes. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with... Listen, don't be a fucking dick and... And question everything. Well, don't do it in a sarcastic way. way. Yes. But you should... Like, as a kid, like, your mom says, don't put... Don't put the metal knife into the uh, socket. Like... Okay, your kid, your kid's gonna be why, why, why shouldn't I? That that's a good question because it makes him learn. Any any leader, if it just says okay, yeah, they never learn why. Yes, a good leader out there, if if someone questions their authority and they are unable to question it, or to at least admit that they don't have the answer and to find the answer and they are a poor leader anyone who questions it and they are able to give them a reason why and to explain why they do that that is a good leader in my opinion and th- I, I don't even think that's in my opinion that's just factual that's just how it is that that's what makes a good society well yeah that's my thing is <clears throat> um a lot of the times like at work when i at my real job I'll be told to do stuff and I'll do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because, like, it has to be done for the what we're doing. Yeah. But there's times where I have to make subjective decisions in those. And one thing that I'm always sure of is if I'm giving someone a, a shit score or mm-hmm. something along those lines, 
I need to be able to 100% justify that. I can't just do things arbitrarily. Yeah. And that's where this comes in is like, you need to be able to justify everything. And like going into what you were saying about being a leader is if, Hey, if you're saying go do this, if someone says why, yep. you need to be able to tell why. Yep. You can't just say because I like the worst answer in the world and parents are guilty of this a lot is mm. because I said so. Yes. That's not a real answer. No, absolutely not. I I think I'm I'm almost 25 years old and I still have my parents saying that to me and I and I they hate me for it but I continuously say okay, but why? Well, because I said so. Well, why? Like because I said so is not a is not a is not an answer, and it 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 doesn't help me be a better person to make my own decisions if that makes sense. No, it also allows people to get stuck in their ways too because if mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're saying because I said so, really all that comes down to is you have a way that you want things done and you're not allowing for the possibility that someone can better that. Mm-hmm. Not even say okay you're doing shit wrong. Just saying like hey like make this small tweak. Things are more efficient that way. Yeah, you're just saying I said so. This is why. Just go do it. That's dumb. Yeah. Absolutely, and uh, what did um I I I texted you something about Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I never knew what you were talking about. Um, so I I watch I. We, we talked about this before that you should watch both sides of you should watch CNN and Fox News or CNN or MSNBC and Newsmax. I watch The View because it's a bunch of girls gossiping on political views that they know nothing about. But regardless, Whoopi Goldberg, um, do, do you have it written down at all? I have uh, Whoopi Goldberg written down. Oh shit! Because <laughs> I thought you had this. Oh bag. oh, I I remember. I I, I apologize. Um, she said, uh, regarding the uh the current election that's going on with between Trump and Biden. As of right now, it's up in the air who's going to win. Um. Yeah, we're sitting here on November twenty first. It yes. looks like Biden won, but it's possible that. that there may have been fraud involved. Yes. I'm not saying that, but it's possible. What Whoopi is saying to her audience is that, hey, just concede. Just just let it go. Biden won. Just let it be. Listen, that that's – she – That's dangerous. That is very dangerous because she, she knows that the power and the influence that she has on the, the platform that she possesses, correct? Does that make sense? Yeah. The the view. Uh, if I don't know if anyone listens to it, um, it, it's a bunch of girls gossiping on current events and whatnot. And well, yeah, it used to be about um, Hollywood and stuff, and then Trump is the thing. You know, yeah, that's what they talk about. Yeah. Which is funny. It, it's good to listen to. It's good. It's good uh, banter. Can't but say I've ever done that. But continue. That that's scary because she's telling you to do something, and expect her audience just to obey everything that she says which is extremely dangerous this is a perfect example yep and you you as an audience of the view and if you listen and even even if you respect Whoopi goldberg which is fine if you do is it no you you can uh, listen uh, idolization or idolizing someone is is a huge problem in this country but if if you look up to Whoopi Goldberg, you should at least question why should I just concede? 
right? You should look at the facts behind what's going on. Listen, if if I say, if, if you look up to me, or or I'll, I'll, I'll put this in a better aspect, in, in the military, if any there's military listeners out there, if I tell you to go rush a bunker, right, you, I have my own point of view of what's going on on the battlefield. Anyone out there, um, the team leader, squad leader, they might have a different view. So if I, if me as a platoon sergeant says, hey, go rush that bunker, you might have a different perspective and say, hey, listen, hey, uh, Sergeant, I don't know, I, I, I can't do that right now. Maybe we should have a, a clear base of fire on something else. You know what I mean? So you should question those things and make your own opinions off of that and, and come up with your own conclusions, if that makes any sense. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know shit about anything you were just talking about, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah I understand that. I mean, just because somebody says something doesn't mean it's true. Mm-hmm. No one knows everything. Every like that. This is the thing: is everyone will say like, no one has all the answers, but then people believe that people have all the answers, and yeah. it's like, you, no, you can't just like if you are a Trump supporter, if you are one of those like diehard MAGA guys, you can't just believe everything the dude says, mm-hmm. and also. If you're whatever the opposite of a MAGA guy is, like current leftism is, AOC, you can't just assume that everything Trump says is wrong or a lie. Mm-hmm. Because some stuff he says might be a deliberate lie, some stuff he says might be incorrect by accident, and some stuff he says is probably true. Yeah. Just like every other person that's ever existed. Or, or, ever. or even... It could be true, but taken out of context, or be false and take it. It could be true, but taken out of context in a false manner, which happens all the time to Trump. Which happens, yeah, because of because they hate him the for media. reasons that so they take it out of context. But Trump is his own worst enemy. It's it's on Twitter. <laughs> Different topic. Sorry. Yeah, he's not racist. That'll be a whole episode yeah. of itself. But the, the reason that people think he's so racist is because they just keep screaming he's racist. And mm-hmm. then they'll take clips out of context, like the whole there's good people on both sides thing. A lot of people don't know the full context of that. He didn't say what people think he said. No. But the uh, media will take it out of context and then you just get put in an echo chamber yeah. and boom, done. Yeah, the, 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 <clears throat> the problem with... The media is seen as an authority figure now for whatever reason. Yeah. Which makes no sense because most of these people are dumb. Well, that's that, that, because like Chris Cuomo is an idiot. So, um, I, I, you talked to me about this before. Like, as a child, you look up to your parents and think, "Hey, they have all the answers." And then you get to their age, and yeah. they're like, "Oh shit, Fuck. these guys don't know anything." Yeah, <laughs> and then I mean? you grow up to be as old as you know. We're twenty five, and I used to look up when I was like fifteen. I was like twenty five year old. Yeah, they Damn, know. What, I'm gonna yeah. have it figured out. I'm twenty five. I promise you, I don't have a yeah, no. Like exactly, and like, you just grow up, and as you age up, you realize no one has, has any clue age. what they're doing. Exactly, and there's people in these positions who they've been the best pretender. Yeah, you know I mean they no, faked so it? They, they faked it until they made it, and that's whatever. That's what everyone's doing. Yeah, and the problem is not enough people admit that. People will put it out like, "Oh, I know what I'm doing." Yeah, you don't. You have no idea. No one knows what they're doing. Exactly. So. Uh, Especially these authority figures, like athletes. Like, just because, you know, LeBron James says vote for Hillary Clinton or Tom Brady back in the day was, you know, painted as a Trump supporter, 
You shouldn't vote for either of those candidates because somebody who's good at dribbling a basketball or throwing a football yeah. says it. Just because they're athletic or just because they can sing good like the Dixie Chicks back in the day. Remember when they got destroyed from mm-hmm. being, I think, Bush supporters when I wasn't very old. Or Britney Spears was a perfect example of just everyone used to shit on her because she actually said we should support the president yeah. when Bush was president. And just because these people can sing good or are good at sports doesn't mean that they're any more intellectual than Jim who works down at the corner store. Yeah, absolutely. That guy just didn't happen to be born with the ability to kick a football 50 yeah. yards. We're, we're all capable of making our own opinions. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say we're all capable of being critical thinkers and being smart. That's not true. <laughs> There's a lot of dumb people who have no chance. You don't think so? No. Everyone's yeah. blown. Everything is... I, 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 think, I think there's a cutoff at age, but I don't want to get off topic here. I, I have no problem getting but, off topic. But, <laughs> but do you get where I'm coming? I think there's a cutoff at age. Meaning what? Meaning, if you're born into a household, because we bring this all back to households. Of course. Um, where you're taught to believe in one thing only, then you are probably doomed. Unless oh. unless you have a traumatic experience, like I would say, uh, the military where it wakes you up and you are... So are you saying, like, for an example, if you have two very Catholic parents, mm-hmm. you're going to either grow up to be Catholic or, or hate completely Catholic. anti-Catholic? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, unless you have a traumatic experience. And I, I used... I, I use the military a lot because it's it's such a it's what you know too. True, um, but there's such a a cultural difference inside the military. Like in boot camp alone, like you have guys from all over the country that go there, and you're just culture. It's it, it's called the culture shock. You're just there's just so much different experiences worldwide, and it, it truly wakes you up. And I think that that's something people are missing in their lives is service um, and just experience to life. Um, We just kind of of went on a rant right there. Um, Fuck, what were we talking about? Do you want to bring it back all the way back? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. The problem is... Okay, so there's a lot of authority figures out there Mm -hmm. that obviously you should listen to never unilaterally. There's never one person that you should take everyone's ideas from or opinions. Even if it's a doctor about science, that's just, it, they could be wrong. People are wrong. People are not infallible and they're not Whoa. over corruption. But my point is in today's society, in 2020, in the United States of America, a lot of people are claiming mantles of authority that they have no reason to be. Yeah. And then people will listen to them, and then that's where you get unqualified people spouting out bullshit and people listening to it and then creating ideas and opinions and becoming rooted in their beliefs based off lies. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge problem. Yep. So, like, uh, currently, like, I'll reference this all the time that I eat crayons. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a Marine. But, like, my current semester right now is on statistics, and it's, it's, it's true Data and statistics change. Evidence changes all the fucking time. All the time. So we can base our opinions and our... Con- it, it shouldn't even be a conclusion because it, it, there really is never a conclusion. 
because evidence and data is always presenting itself in a new light. So our opinion should be based on the current evidence and the data that is presented. Does that make sense? Do you really eat crayons? Listen, <laughs> I, this is not a diet episode, all right? I'm not a dietitian. No, of course I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you can really only do what you have with the current information in front of you. But the problem is you have to be able to do that in best faith practices. And a lot well, of people are not. People yeah. are try- You can take literally anything out of context. Mm-hmm. Anything can be taken out of context. Yes. And skewed to make it look like what you want it to. What mm-hmm. you need to do is you need to look at raw facts, raw data, raw Raw, raw, raw. <laughs> like, everything raw. Look at it yourself. Yeah. Instead of... Because the problem is, is people are going to take all the true, you know, baseline data that's collected or, you know, societal, whatever. Whatever you're looking at. And they're going to filter it through their fucking lens so they get their narrative out there. When really, you're not look, You're not getting a full picture. You need to be able to do it for yourself. And that's... Where critical thinking comes in, but Absolutely. no one's able to do that anymore because they don't teach. They don't even teach that in college anymore. Well, that that that's something I want to ask you about is because um, I mean I'm in college, but my course is only offered online, so I really don't have any true uh, interaction with my professor. Um, like when you went through college, like what did you firsthand see with like your professors? So. My experience isn't going to be, like, a good representation of um, the American college experience today. Because I went to engineering school. We didn't talk about politics a lot. It never really came up. But there's a lot of information that we'll delve into about the liberal bias of colleges. Yeah. And what I noticed is my favorite professor who I ever had, I swear this guy is the smartest guy ever. I don't understand why he's a college professor. This guy could be king of the world like he's that smart and i actually had to i got a lot of firsthand experience with him a lot of personal reactions with this guy Mm -hmm. and sometimes politics would come up and he was a liberal but he was you know he wasn't radical like he would just kind of use an intellectual yeah but the thing is that i that was my first real introduction with politics and a professor i was very confused i was like this is strange because this never comes up we only talk about you know trust systems or <laughs> like mm. concrete design so that was strange and then i kind of looked into it more and i found out that most uh college professors are liberal and most not most a plurality of schools don't have one conservative professor on their staff which i find strange yeah so this, academia this is, is this at the university that you went to? No, this is in America. Okay. I don't know anything about the the political demographics of the school I went to. I really don't. I because I don't care. That's yeah. that's the thing is the thing that I loved about college for me was that I didn't have to worry about politics at all, because, I mean, I took one class. This is actually kind of funny. This woman, it was an anthropology. It was one of those dumb electives you had to take. Yeah. And, this woman was like a radical liberal, like crazy leftist liberal. And when Donald Trump got elected, she canceled class for the whole week. She's like, we all have to deal with this on our own and we can get through this together. But it's like, you're a child. 
a man won an election, the one that you didn't want. Mm-hmm. You don't get to just cancel class. And that's like, she threw a tantrum. You're, you're robbing people of their of, education that they're yeah. paying for. She threw a fucking tantrum over it. Yeah. And it's like, come on. Yeah. And the problem is, to be the this adult. woman is an authority figure because she's a college professor. College that professor. you look up to. Yeah. Or you're supposed well, to look up to. Or you're, told, you're told to look up she to. Was, she, yeah, she was outside of my purview and she... But the problem is she taught intro to, what was it, anthropology? I don't even know what the hell it was. But she also taught higher level, this was, I think I was a sophomore. She teaches seniors about topics that branch out of anthropology. And a lot of it is like geopolitical shit. Yeah. And it's like, this woman's biased. She probably doesn't even tell you. You just have to figure it out on your own. I figured it out in, geez, I don't know, when was the election? But November. The, the, so it was like the second month of yeah. the four months. I was like, okay. But there's no problem with biasy as long as you admit that you're biased. Yeah, because then you need to be able to. The problem is no one wants to do that because then everything you say is well, no. Everything you say is then taken with a grain of salt. You're like, oh, okay, well, she said this, but she's liberal, Mm -hmm. and I'm a conservative, or this person's a conservative, and I'm a liberal. So like, yeah. So then you get questioned. Nobody wants to get questioned. I love getting questioned. If I'm wrong, fucking tell me. Yeah, that way, exactly. that way, this yeah. is what I always say. It's because I have a lot of liberal friends. And I'll get into these conversations with them all the time. Like, there's one who goes to school in the South right now. And I know you know what I'm talking about. And we'll have these conversations, political conversations. And this is my go-to quote. is If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. That way I get to be right the next That's time. Fine. Yeah. So I don't spew out wrong information. I don't, because if you're just walking around spewing bullshit and no one calls you on it, you look like an asshole. Yeah. And you don't even know it. It's like walking around with food in your teeth and no one tells you all day. Yeah. That's not cool. No. So yeah, bias is fine, but own it. Mm -hmm. And accept challenges. Yeah. And that's the problem with authority figures is, bringing it back to the George Collin quote, is, you know, parents are the original authority figure in a kid's life. Everything you do is because of them. Yeah. And they don't want to get challenged... But that's a huge problem because if your kid's challenging you, not in a disrespectful way, of course, no. that's good. That's going to make you a better parent. That's yeah. going to make you think about why you do things. You don't just it do It should be a wake-up call. It should be because this is the thing that uh, – like I don't have kids. But the thing that I've, I hear a lot is when you're a parent, you take the – you try to take the best things that your parents did for you and filter out all the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, then, that's Yeah, Absolutely. So, the, the problem is, is if you're doing that, the only accountability you have, if you're not accountable to yourself, is your child. Yep. And your child is a clean slate, doe-eyed, just looking up at you as like a 10-year-old. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, dad said so, so. Yeah. But. It, yeah, like, I, anyone who is out there with a, uh, like a newborn and stuff, I think it's a, a great opportunity to just learn if someone, if, if your child asks you for the, the dumbest question ever, and, but you don't know it, tell them, tell them, hey, hey, son, hey, hey, daughter, I, I don't know this answer, but I will, I will find it out for you right now. I will, I will go above ends earth and I will find it out for you and I will give you the answer. And that just, you know what I mean? Are people actually naming their their children's son and daughter? Listen, daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, this this is actually. But you you, you, you this, know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I completely agree with you. This is a good experience that I had from college that actually will really tie into this nicely. Was so I had uh, when I was a senior, 
um, they made us uh, do this project. It's it was it's a very known thing when you're in the program I'm in. They actually stopped doing it because the the professor retired. But it was known that this is the class that is going to consume your entire college experience. Like a lot of the shit you're gonna take out positive is from this class, but it is a semester of hell. They work wise. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of it, it, basically what you have to do is it's a design project. You have to design, for us, that one year, it's a real-life example. We had to design a municipal wastewater factory that was being designed in real life. And then at the end of the course, the real engineers come in and tell you how they did it. But you have no idea. It's just like, this is the problem. In town X, they're getting a new wastewater facility. Design it. And it sucks and you you're literally learning how to do it while doing it the whole semester and it's tough and at the end of it you have to present it and this this honestly i think was the most i would have paid every cent that i paid for college just for this experience it was the best experience i had was you have to present it to a board of four professors again all the professors at my school were very smart i respect on on their on on the subject they were teaching they are very they're very qualified yeah they were all great and the, you have to present it to four. There's, it's like a, the engineering department, there's like 15, 20, I think, mm-hmm. different classes, different teachers or whatever. And you have to present it to four random. It's randomized every day. And then one is the teacher of this class. And you have to present it. And you are told explicitly by all the kids who took this class before you, it's a 15-minute presentation followed by 15-minute question and answer. And the questions that they answer, they ask you are going to be completely unfair. Like bullshit questions and you have to answer them like what do you mean it's it's simulating you presenting it to real life client clients the client yeah and a lot of them don't know engineering so you have to dumb it down for them correct Mm -hmm. and one thing you're told is if you are asked a question that you do not know the answer to you verbatim this quote i don't know the answer to that but i will get back to you on that exactly and then the thing is, is you actually, after the project, you have to do it. You have yeah. to do the research. And the, even though the project's over, your grade is already out. You have to go do the research and then you have to fucking email the professor. And the professor doesn't answer because I don't give a shit. Yeah. But. It holds you accountable. It holds you accountable yeah. because you can't just spew nonsense for the sake of nonsense. Yeah. And you're, you're trying to sell people like, why are my taxes getting yeah. raised? So you have to be able to answer that. Yeah. And, and that's the accountability thing that comes in. Yeah. Is, you need to be able to... So that's what parent. I agree. That's what parents should do. It's yeah. Like, I don't know, but I'll find out and I'll yeah. let you know. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with being wrong, too. That's, that that's unless, a huge thing in this society. Is yeah. Everyone thinks there's, like, shame in being it, wrong. Unless you're maliciously being... That's, that's, a, diff- that's a different yeah. thing, though. But, yeah, if I'm wrong on something and I haven't even owned up to it, but later on I find out the facts, I'm going to go back to that person and say, hey, man, this is. I learned this the other day. I was wrong. I was wrong what I told you the other day. This was not the factual answer. This is the right answer. People should say that in the mirror more. Yes. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. It's really okay. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Because Absolutely. I don't know why. People like, I think um, a major episode, like a really long one we're going to have is about ego. Because I think that's a huge problem in society today. Everyone has an ego, obviously. I have yep. an ego. Uh, yeah. But people let it affect themselves so much. Like, these authority figures coming back to this episode is, like, they all have egos, and they don't want to be wrong, and they don't want to be challenged, so there's no accountability. Yeah. And I just think that, like, if you just admit for the possibility that you could be wrong about something, it's a freeing feeling. It really is. Yeah. Because you, you don't have to hold yourself to this standard where you have to be right about everything. 
Well, I think people. Well, are... you can't. You can't. It's impossible. Yeah. You can't be right about every single thing. Well, like I just said, like the, the evidence and data is always new and presenting itself. Mm-hmm. So you have trends yeah. change. Yeah. Things change, and that's okay. You can be wrong about stuff. Yeah, I'm wrong about stuff all the time, and I swear to God, I admit it, and I don't just say it as lip service. Like I know I'm wrong a yeah. lot, and I love when people say, "Hey, man, you're wrong," and here's facts why. I don't need numbers. I don't need data and statistics. That's not what I'm asking for all the time. What I'm asking for is, hey, like, can you just give a reason, sound argument as to why? Yeah. Tell me why. Let's Absolutely. Talk. And then, like, let's talk about it because I, this is a problem I have. Sometimes I'll get defensive. I mean, everyone does, but I do, and I at least admit it to myself, and I really try not to be defensive about stuff because that's when there's no progress made. Absolutely. Um, there's something that... <clears throat> I, I like on a, I I want to get like some, besides the media and stuff that you guys can look at. Um, I saw this in the military, and the I I think the reason why the U.S. military is the best, um, is because of decentralized command, and I think you can talk about that in your blue collar job, is that your leadership, they. Yes, they give you orders, but they allow you, they don't tell you exactly how to do it. They tell you what needs to be done and you are allowed to do it. And I think that's why the military, the U.S. military is the best is because they allow junior leaders to get the tasks done in their own ways. There's a thousand ways to skin a cat. Um, Why are we skinning cats? Can. I don't have a cat, but... I don't want to. All right. Well, <laughs> my point is that there, like, there's a thousand ways to do a task. And if a leader is telling you how to do something exactly the way that they want it done, I, it, it never ends up well, at least in my experience. No, it I could just, end up well. But it stifles creativity into... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Progress. You're progressing into progressing into better ways of doing things. Well, you're you're making robots. Does that make sense? No, that makes complete sense. Yeah. yeah, you're making like drones of just what you expect. Like you're like making little factory workers of like put this down and then yes. do that and then send it down the line next and then that's not what we should be doing yeah. as a society. We should be able to grow together. And and I I've been seeing this like in the military. Like if you look at communist China, ISIS, uh, even uh, uh, kind of. Uh, the South, uh, South Korea. Um, North Korea. No, well, North and South. South does it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they they are big on leadership. It's kind of like, do as I say, say as I do. That's not the expression. It's do as I say, not as I do, because they're above the law. They uh, do what they, you're right, they, you're they right, do. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I, I you're know. Right. I, I know. To say yeah. again. Yeah, yeah we're, not, we're, we're not going to edit that. Yeah, eat your crayons. Yeah, <laughs> I'll continue eating my crayons. But yeah, um, yeah, these these guys, the leaders will expect them. To, they'll tell them to do something, and they expect them to do it the, this way. And they have these junior leaders and junior subordinates. They have no free thinking, so they're unable to come up with um, unimaginable ways to defeat. An enemy or even a task. Does that make sense? 
Well, yeah, I mean, that means it's just like the outcome's already predicted because you know exactly what you're going to do. There's no adaptability. Yes. And then these people don't know what to do if shit hits yes. the fan. And I, I think adaptability is one thing that's missing in the society, but I think that's something that is like the key to success in life because life is always changing and you need to adapt to those things. <laughs> yeah. Even if your boss My really good friend says this to me all the time. But she, she'll say it like uh, kind of sarcastically half the time and not. But she'll say adapt, improvise, and overcome. Yeah. But that's – it's true. Like yeah. you need to be able to adapt to shit situations. You need to be able to improvise on the fly and be able to, you know, yeah. figure out what's going on and what's the best way to get out of it and then overcome is, yeah. you know, finishing the challenge. But, yeah. Um, like Communist China and ISIS, like the reason – they use their fear tactics and manipulation through propaganda and such to create a society that is willing to do their bidding for them without question. Exactly. And that's that's a huge problem. And I, I find that trend happening here in America because no one's willing to question it or think freely on their own. Literally, the reason that we exist as a country is because a group of people did that oh. a long time ago. Yeah. And look at all the prosperity and greatness that this country has accomplished because of that. Yep. Because authority was questioned. Because they say, I don't like what you're doing here. We think we can do it better. And mm-hmm. then they did. And then they kicked their fucking asses in the Revolutionary War. Like, go suck a dick, Britain. But. Raw. Well, they're, just sh- they're a shit country now. They don't even have free speech anymore. They suck. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's the, in a, in a large sense, question authority, but also in your day to day, you should do the same thing because there's little power dynamics in every situation that you come into. Like I have a boss at work. I question him in my head all the time, but I don't want to get fired. So I don't fucking do anything about it. But but like if I, if I had more experience and I knew that I would land on my feet somewhere else, I'd be questioning him all the damn time. Yeah. Just new. Yeah. But so, all right. So for that instance, like if you have a leader, like if you're unable to question someone because you want to save your job, what 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 do you think they should do? Do you think they should just do the task that they were told to do, even though you know it's wrong? Or what what do you, or let's put this towards the media. Um, no, 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 no. Let's stick on that. Right. I I I know what you're saying. I know. Um, no, is the answer. I don't think people should just do what they're told because they are told to save their jobs. But also, you know, uh, people need to survive. <laughs> like you need to, yeah. you need to keep your job, and that's it. Sucks because this did this created a shit work environment where it's like, yeah, I'm always un- I'm always uncomfortable mm. because it's just like I know that I'm capable of so many better things than I am currently doing. But I'm getting paid to do what I'm doing, so I'm just going to keep doing it until I have, you know, enough experience to maybe go do my own thing, which I do not have right now. Yeah. So. Absolutely. No, yeah, I, I know what you mean, though. And I think yeah. that it would be great if we lived in a society where people were comfortable being challenged. Yeah. But no one is. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, uh, we, we, we talked about ego already. I think. When it comes down to that, when a boss or a leader is telling you to do something and they have a problem with you questioning them, you kind of have to put your ego aside and kind of just do it and bite your tongue. 
but who who says that you can't bite your tongue and just say yes yes i'll do that but do it your own way and still accomplish the task and then if it gets accomplished correctly and the boss comes back to you or leadership comes back to you and be like why'd you do it this way well i thought this would be the can most you, efficient can you do that in the military isn't that insubordination <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's funny <laughs> it is but it, only if it's done wrong <laughs> <laughs> only yeah. if it doesn't work yeah, yeah. that's the thing but, but it. if it's done right they'll take they'll take they'll take the credibility for it they'll be like no that was my idea yeah. <laughs> like no fucking like i told them to do that oh that happened to me on my last project was yeah. i was doing shit like differently because i was told to do something yeah. but i wasn't told how to do it they basically just said get this done so i actually had to fucking figure it out on my own yeah and it got done, and then they took the my boss took the credit for the high, to the higher ups. Like this was yeah. it got done, and I was and honestly, yeah. this is my I I personally don't think I have a giant ego. I just was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'm still getting paid the yeah. same. Like, yeah, you're not gonna be like, hey, fuck face, like, yeah. hey, this is my idea. Like, you're not gonna say that to your boss. That being said, it was my idea. Yeah, fucking asshole. But it's okay. Like I don't care. Like no. whatever. You gotta uh, put your ego aside because um. <laughs> I'm not looking for a promotion. I'm, uh, I'll make it up when I make it up. Yeah. Like, and if I don't, yeah, whatever. Like, I, really don't, I really don't care. Um, but that's different for other people. Other people will get very offended by that. And I think justifiably so. Like, I think that that's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Is to take... That's life. You're going to come in contact with those people. Yeah, and they the exist. Time. And yeah. It's, so you kind of just... You got to roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. Adapt. Apt. That's my most common yeah. saying. <laughs> like, but yeah, it is. It's just, it's a really shitty thing yeah. to do. And if you're someone's boss and you're listening to this, stop doing that. Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. I mean, it goes to the same thing with the media. Like, you can't directly question Tucker Carlson. You mean, you can't go to his fucking front desk and be like, hey, like, I, why? 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 Why did you say that? Like, no, like, you have to come up with that on your own, on your own time. You know what I mean? So, also, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. And a problem is people, like, want to, like, shut Tucker down because you can't directly get a line to him. And they're like, well, he's saying this to other people and they might not be as smart as me to be able to see through his bullshit. And it's like, no, man, just trust other people to make up their own minds. And no one's doing that, but maybe... You know, because this is going to be the biggest podcast that's ever existed. Everyone will start to yeah, do literally. that. Yeah, ever. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. No, literally. Seriously. Fuck no. you, Joe Rogan. Pussy. <laughs> Come fight me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really just hoping that one day we can get to a point where we can start looking at ourselves in the mirror and be like, hey, I was wrong about this. Or, hey, I could have been wrong about this. Huh. But, like, let's talk about it. Instead of just assuming... Like, I think this is something positive that's starting to come around. It doesn't seem like it right now on the surface, but, and again, this is my personal opinion. This is, there's no, I have no facts backing this up, but I personally think, so Trump sowed distrust in the media, which everyone's freaking out about. But I think that's a good thing because it's going to lead to content creators with direct access to them that aren't accountable to a corporate overlord spewing their own opinions and everyone will maybe I'm hoping that one day we can transition away from traditional media so CNN Fox MSNBC ABC all those companies will just fucking go to hell and people like real people will actually fill that vacuum that's my hope and I mean you're kind of seeing already you're kind of seeing in like Austin Texas there's a bunch of podcasters who are moving out to Austin Texas yeah yeah. 
and Nashville it's, too. it's kind of becoming like its own Silicon Valley type of thing, but for podcasters and Silicon I mean, Valley sucks. We'll get into yeah. That. But you, you've seen like Joe Rogan, drinking bros, guys, collateral crowd. Like there's a bunch of people that are, people are forgetting the media and they're going towards these, they may seem biased, but I don't think they are. Joe Rogan is definitely not biased. I don't think. I think Joe Rogan tries as hard as he possibly can to be unbiased, and I think he's the closest thing we have to yeah. unbiased. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely, and I, I think that's where it's taking us, and I think that's a good thing. I, because I, those. Do you think? Do you look up to those podcasters as like authoritarian figure, authoritarian figures compared to like media? Or do you no? It feels different. It feels, I know what you're it, saying. Yeah. It does. It feels if, different. because they're talking to you and like Joe, Joe Rogan. They're talking to you, not at you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Joe Rogan, we can just put that to that's his whole different. He's having conversations with people. More people who are like have a traditional podcast. Yeah. Even that's not really even a traditional podcast, and I feel like that's not a thing because it's a new idea. Mm-hmm. But those people, it does feel to me. This is my feeling. Yeah. I try to tend to stay away from those when I'm having conversations like this because I don't think it's productive. But my feeling is that I'm being t- talked to, not at. Don't they're not saying believe this. They're saying like, this is what I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, I'm wrong all from the, time. the media perspective. Yeah. 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 Well, like because because from the media, it's it's mainly like a one on zero. Like they're just talk, they're talking to a fucking camera. Or it'll be a panel of people who all agree with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no Which dialogue. Is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, at least like with podcasters, there's usually at least two people like us and we're Yeah. We're we're having we're talking about ideas and we're branching off from them and then we're debating them and then if if that makes any sense. And I think that's good for the the, not not even just American people, but people in general. Well, Americans are the only ones who <laughs> truly have free speech. Still. For now. As of now. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, any, like, closing thoughts? Oh. Uh, we were going to uh, go all the way back to, like, the authoritarian, like, I think a good example is slaves and illiteracy. Oh, yeah. I remember we were talking about that. Yeah, that's a way that you can... So, I mean, uh, this is is a touchy topic. Yeah. But I personally think... So slaves, in my opinion, this was my view, obviously knew that they were being oppressed. They knew that they were dealt a shit hand in life. Mm -hmm. But... Things that, that slave owners would do is, you know, a lot of these people were born slaves. Yep. And raised as slaves, which means they were never taught to read. They were never taught to write. They were completely illiterate. And by doing that, you're basically disallowing these people from ever understanding the true depth of how fucked up the situation really was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's what's kind of, I don't, I'm not comparing anything to slavery now. No. But what I'm saying is tangentially is if the media or if somebody who you look up to is really biased and really spewing it in one direction, you're becoming a form of illiterate. 
you're becoming unable to critically can, think. Can, can, you, can you give a definition of illiteracy? Because it's not what people think. Well, I don't have the textbook definition. I will look me, it up right now. But I personally think illiteracy, illiteracy is the, un, the inability to understand what you are reading or something along those lines. It's not not being able to read, right? Yeah. That's um, not what illiterate is. Not possessing the ability to read or write. I don't know. The uh, a mistake of crudity, as in speaking, typical of one who is illiterate, inability to read or write, the quality of state or being illiterate. Which I guess we're wrong. Shucks. Edit it out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, there we are. We're wrong. Yeah, no, they, we were wrong. But but my point is that's why I said a form of illiteracy because it's like. Not being able to read a word that is written in front of you is the textbook, I guess, definition of illiteracy. But what we're saying is being able to digest it and think on your own. That, to me, is another form of illiteracy. Yeah, absolutely. And if if you're unable to analyze the facts, analyze the facts that are being presented to you, or not even the facts, analyze the... The words that are being presented to you. Well, I guess that is. Like, you're unable to read what is being presented to you. More or less, yeah. Yeah. Then you're illiterate. Okay. And unable to come come up with your own conclusions. Yeah. No? Well, yeah. And it, it... Well, this is... I feel like we'll branch into it. This is a completely different topic at this point. But, you know, branching into uh, narrative controlling the reality of the situation, kind of. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it ties into if you're illiterate... Our definition of illiterate, <laughs> not the real one. <laughs> um, then it's it's like perception is reality, that whole thing, where it's like, if you're not, if everyone's just kind of buying into the same bullshit, like if everyone one day just decided the color that we all know is blue, we're going to start calling green. Mm-hmm. Then sure, I mean, I guess that's the reality now. This is well, green. You become, you become a slave. Yeah, and I don't, I, I, I'm, don't take that out of context, people. It's I'm not referring it to slaves as, you know what I mean, like the blacks, but... Slavery, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Can't so, confirm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, you, you really are. You're, you're becoming a slave towards information. Does that make sense? You're becoming a slave in your own mind, to be honest. And, yeah. and, and we'll get into this in another episode, but slavery is still a thing that exists around the world. I don't think people know that. Did you know that? I did know that. If you go to... That that pisses me off because a lot of fucking people out there are so inexperienced in life. And I, everyone has their own experience in life. And it's, some of it is not their fault. It usually is not their fault. Correct. But people have no experience outside the United States. And I think that's a huge problem. It is. It's now. a huge problem. People are very sheltered. And it, it's not saying that you even have to... You even have to go outside the U.S. and experience it firsthand. Just read, re- just research what's read going on. Research the Uyghurs in China. Yeah. You'll be horrified. It, there's a lot of shit that's going on outside the U.S. that is slavery. Like, fuck. That shit's still going on. Um, yeah, and a lot of people like to bring things back to slavery in the United States of America. Which I think does a disservice to honest dialogue because that happened. Slavery happened. Jim Crow happened. Separate but equal. All that shit happened. And that was 
you know, in my that was the textbook definition of evil. Like yeah. it should have never happened. Yeah. We also ended all of that. We were one of we we as a nation had slavery. This is a completely made up fact off the top of my head. Probably had slavery for the least amount of time of any other country that ever had slavery. You know what I mean? Like we had it and ended it. Don't look it up. It's not worth it. But I'm just curious when the first slave came. All right. Well, anyways, my point in saying that is like. If you if you are sheltered enough to believe that it is the worst country to live in in the United States of America today, all I'm at, I'm not I'm not saying leave. I'm not one of those people who says if you don't like it, leave. I'm just saying, hey, like, just take a look around. It's scary out there. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but, like th- this country is definitely fucked up. Every country's fucked up. Every person That's, is yeah. fucked up in their own way. Yeah, not, not we have a lot of problems here. Yeah. I'm not, we're not sitting here saying like, hey, everything's good. The people who are complaining about things have no argument and they're wrong, which yeah. that would just be totally incorrect. Mm-hmm. I just think that the, the, the situation has become skewed because of narratives and that is, you know. 1619. Oh, so we had it for a pretty long time. What was the first slave? When was the emancipation? 1850? Does that make sense? Good for the listeners. Dead air. Uh, 1863. Yeah, that's a pretty long time. So maybe I was wrong. But it's still happening today in the Middle East, in China. It happens all the time. It happens in Africa still. Yeah. So. Well, that was 1863, so do the math on that. What was it? 1619? 1619, 1863. Yeah, it's like, two, it's like almost 250 years, give or take a couple. 240, somewhere in there. Yeah. And it's been happening since fucking biblical times, too. Well, yeah, those countries have also existed for a lot longer. Well, I, yeah, true. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I'm, I mean, do you want to go into cut at all? <laughs> no, fuck those guys. We'll get into them another time. This is just, honestly, I think they deserve their own episode. All right, fair. Um, fuck. I'm, I'm trying to think if I, if I have anything else. My my biggest thing is that um, we we talked about this earlier. Is young kids they they're born to question things? And no, I, they're born not to question things. They should be born to question. No, things. no, 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 no. They they are naturally they question things. Oh, absolutely. Yes, but they're told not to question things. So naturally, <laughs> yeah. naturally, human beings are born to question things. Like, that is a human instinct. It's there's to question a, things, to figure things out. There's a good... Uh, I know Louis C.K. is also... He had his whole issues. But there's a there's a bit that he had that was really good where he used to talk about a kid who you would tell them something and then they would be like, why? And you would give an answer and then they would be like, why? Yeah. And this would go on and then he said, you'll eventually get to a point where it's like, well, because some things are and some things <laughs> yeah, are. I remember that one. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like... That is what a kid is. A kid is questioning everything. And if their parents are saying, because I said so, yeah. that just stifles it. And yeah. kids, you, you're right. They are born to question. Yeah. That's a good point. And we, we should never give that up. That I, 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 I personally believe that is a, a human instinct is to question things. And we should never give that up. It's not a learned behavior. No, it is a learned behavior to listen, listen to authority. Like, yes. And that's wrong. And to give up questioning, that is learned behavior. Yeah, because then people lose their power if everybody's questioning them and undermining them all the yes. time. That's a that's a word we'll get into at some point because that's a completely yes. under or uh, misused word these days. But yes. yeah, I agree. Um, 
I agree with that. I'm good. I got nothing yeah. else. Um, yeah, I mean, I could go into something else, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah, till uh, do you do you, do you have any plans for the next episode? No, I mean we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with if the audience wants to. The audience is going to be two people, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'll call my thought. Yeah, rate, comment, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, guys. Um, it's uh, Bill and Charles. Until uh, next time. Oh, my shit. Fuck me. My phone's locked. Keep that in. Yeah, keep that in. All right, till next time. See you Bye. guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the uh, Best Pretender Podcast, where we go over the most controversial topics in today's society. Today is a uh, a new kind of category that we want to go over. Um, it's a mini episode on, we're going to call it... Something's bothering me. Something's bothering me. And um, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's bothering everyone uh, yeah. right now. Um, and these are going to be raw topics... Um, compared to our actual episodes on actual topics. Less researched, more opinionated, more just like this is how we feel about something that yeah. we saw that's bothering us. And the other, like the main episodes will be long. This, these will be shorter. The other episodes will be longer, more researched, yeah. a little more uh, formula. Well, not formula. Like, that's a bad word to use. But, you know, like a roadmap will be like this is what we want to talk about. Yeah. We to make sure we get all this up. This is like we're just letting it rip. Yeah. And Ch- Charles hasn't told me what the topic is yet. Um, he's done the research on it. I Again, have no clue what's going on. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's bothering me. But uh, he's going to get raw raw emotions from me and uh, raw opinions, which I think is good for the audience. And I figured this would be – this won't, we won't do this a lot, but I figured for this specific topic, this would be the best way to go about it just because uh, it's – It's pure. If, if, you have all the, if you have all the facts on this and if you know where I'm going with this, uh-huh. it, it, you, people will already kind of make up their mind beforehand. And I think if you look at it this way, that I decided to look at it, mm-hmm. you'll really understand why I figured we needed to do it this way, this time. All right. Okay, so it was a YouTube video mm-hmm. that got posted on Thursday. I saw it on Friday, and now it's gone. Today's Saturday. It's already gone. So it was um, it's like this really um, well-edited, like, put-together. I don't even remember who put it out, but it was a video where they asked 100 white people in america to tell us what black people are superior at uh-huh there's a bunch of southerners it was very weird it was very racist so wh- where was this um this done just a, it was like it was done in a studio it was very professional like it was no no I'm, no i'm saying like where did they get these statistics from like no no they say? just asked 100 random white people it, like what's your thought yeah no reason yeah no i'm saying like is there like a at where geographically, like in the United States, do you know? I think it was, um, no, I actually don't. I don't remember that because I remember the caption. I wrote it down. It said, we asked 100 white folks in America to tell us what black people are spirit. And that was it. Okay. Was, some of them had a uh, Southern twang. So I'm assuming it was in okay. the South, but you never know. Yeah. Okay. So here are some of the answers. And I just want to, cause we hate, I, I don't know about you, but I hate racism. And I think that I you should yeah. stop judging people based on stupid characteristics that they can't control. So it just, this really sheds a light on, you know, ignorance in this country because we're going to, I'm going to attack things from both sides on this podcast. And I think that this is a good way to start. So, yep. so here's so I want, I want to get your reactions to some of these answers cause they're fucking outrageous. Okay, so the first one, this was the first answer, was, according to television, everything. 
Like, that person's a moron. That black people are superior. At everything. That's yeah. what the first That's what the, the... Again, these are all white yeah. people. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just going to start reading. Was he... Was that... Did that sound sarca- sarcastic? No. Well, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They're, okay. So then here are some of the other answers. They just keep talking, mostly about their dead parents. I don't even know where that stereotype comes from. I don't think that's a real one. Yeah. Uh, they... S- <laughs> this one's fucked. They smell funky. Black people. Yeah. Huh. That's racist. Um, let's see what else. Not getting arrested because they, these people are like, oh, they commit crimes way higher. Like, and they, don't and they just don't get arrested for it. I mean, look at statistics. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. wrong. Yep. All right. Now I'm just going to go rapid fire here. Pretending, being fearful of nothing, letting their ego control their every move, feeling victimized, playing the victim. Uh, I swear to God, this was one of the answers. Being dicks. <laughs> I mean, the, the ego one, I, I could see that being coming from athletes. Um, just because they're hot, they're put up on a higher pedestal. That makes sense. Yeah, and there's, a lot, I of hum- see there's a lot of humble athletes out there too. No, absolutely. Let's see, let's keep going. Gaslighting, lack of empathy, intellectualizing oppression... Meaning they're just kind of making up the fact that they're oppressed. Mm-hmm. Believing that we don't matter. Didn't get that one. Believing that they're superior. Five people in a row said that. It was like a super cut. Like, believing they're superior. Believing they're superior. Believing, they're superior. believing that we don't, like... No. Black people believe that they're superior to yeah. white people. Oh, yeah. Self-delusion. Controlling the narrative. Uh, stealing people's lives. <laughs> taking what's not theirs. Destruction of land... And uh, humanness. Hmm. And then they ended it with 10 people saying nothing. There was no positive things about black people on that one. No. No, that's pretty racist, right? Like, yeah. seriously, like, te- like yeah. 1 to 10, like, how racist is that? I, I just want your honest opinion. Just be, just give it to me straight. <laughs> what do you think? It's fucked it, up. It, it, yes, it, it, from that perspective, it does sound racist. But given what's going on in today's society with the looting and the chaos and riots, I can... You can't attribute that to all black people. I, I, I agree with you, but I can see where those people draw their conclusions. Does that make sense? Do you think they're correct? I don't think they're correct. Do you think it's racist? I. Th- in some aspects, yes. Yeah. But in it, the, the way black people smell, I think is pretty racist. And being dicks? Yeah, and being, just being dicks. But I, I like on the being the, fearful. The of one nothing. person of saying that, um, how they steal stuff. I think those people are referring to the riots right now, and all they see on television is black people going into Target and stealing things that don't belong to them. Right? I think that's where they draw their conclusions. Okay, no. But that's a perspective. You think it's correct? I. Uh, don't think it's correct, no. So just final answer, do you think it's racist? This overall, racist? overall, overall, yes. Okay, so I lied to you. This was, um, I actually know exactly where this came from. It came from a uh, site called Cut. And uh, it's, it's a YouTube Oh, I've heard of it. It is a YouTube video. Um, I've heard of it. It was on the YouTube featured page. It's still up. Mm-hmm. But I kind of switched it around. It's, mm-hmm. uh, they asked a bunch of black people what they thought white people was superior at. And I just read you all the answers. Oh, shit. Yeah. So white people are just dicks. White people smell bad? Yeah. White people are uh, fearful of nothing. 
I smell like I didn't shower, to be honest, but self-delusion, controlling the narrative. Now, my point in doing this was, people say that if if you're racist against white people, Mm -hmm. it's called reverse racism. Now, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. No, racism is racism. Racism is racism. Mm So what those were racist black people yeah. speaking about white people. Now, we're white, and I'm not offended at all. You can say whatever you want. However, the reason that I got upset about this was that, you know, this isn't helping. We are we are so divided as a nation, and if you're gonna keep dividing people by color, by genitalia, by sexual orientation, yeah. we're not it's just never going to get better. And if you, you, they're putting out this, vi- like they put this video out. Obviously they knew yeah. they were being recorded. Like they're proud of this. Yeah. Like guys. Well, uh, like, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of the, uh, the saying, uh, divide and conquer. If someone is dividing, then someone is trying to conquer. And we, we talked about this in the pilot that people have their own experiences in life and their own perspective in life. And obviously these people came up with these conclusions from their own perspective and who is who's who's feeding them these perspectives i don't believe that there's they're having face-to-face or experience this in real time on their own i think they're seeing this from the media do you think i'm wrong on that or yeah and i think they're drawing this from drawing their conclusion from the media and again sorry sorry about the dogs we'll We'll work on that uh, next time. But um, it th- this is truly, truly frightening because with the division that's happening in this country, that means that someone is trying to conquer us. I, I don't have the answer into what capacity that is. I do. I don't have the answer, but I know what I think it is. All right. Well, this is opinionated episode, so go for it. It's, I think it's about governmental control, and I think the Democrats are the ones right now trying to do that. I think in the past, Republicans tried to do that because, okay. you know, the Christian conservatives were the ones who were trying to suppress free speech back in the day by saying violent video games make you violent. Mm-hmm. So I would have sided with the liberals on that side, but now the liberals are saying you can't say this, you can't say that. So I'm siding with the conservatives on that, and it's just like. Well, it's a pendulum. It is. It's, it's, it's always going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about how the parties never switch one day because that's just a ridiculous statement. But Yeah, the, the two well, – I mean, we'll go on to that. The two-party the system the two-party and system. all these problems. Yeah, it's just content on content. But yeah, so anyways, this the reason I brought this up is I got so frustrated by this. First of all, the video started – it says, we asked 100 black folks in America to tell us what white people are superior at. Something that really pissed me off was they spelled folks – F-O-L-X. That is not how you spell that word. <laughs> like, that is not. No, it's no. not. <laughs> like, what are we doing? And that's cut. Um, hold on. I'm going to keep keep talking. I'm going to look up just what cut is. I had never heard of them before I, this video. I, I, I heard oh, them before. The other thing that I was – the reason I brought it up. So I was saying the video got taken down. Yep. It's gone. That's not true. It was actually – trending on the youtube's featured page of saying course it is exactly so that's what i'm saying is racism is racism regardless of what color you are or what you're experiencing it doesn't matter to you whether or not you've had power because bill gates is white or because the ceo of pfizer is white i don't even know if that's true but that company's in the media these days absolutely so what so what do you know what cut stands for i i just told you i just heard no. it i have no idea what the fuck it is cut 
It's a dumb company name, I'll say that. It, it, it obviously is a uh, acronym for something, but well, I'm, ho- I'm hoping it is. I've heard of it before. Um, I, I believe uh, Steve Crowder talked about, had cut on there before. A content studio, Cut Media. Cut.com. Yep, I'm seeing it cut. www.cut.com. Yeah, they got 10.1 million subscribers right now. Cut is your favorite channel, and it's a video of an old white woman with a fucking bong. They, they've been around for, I'm seeing, five, oh. five years now. Well, now maybe? we know where they stand. The first thing on their website is hashtag Black Lives Matter. To our audience, our colleagues, yeah. friends, and family, we cannot continue with business as usual, neither should you. Yeah, so we're going to go over that whole uh, Black Lives Matter stuff and... Listen, you know that we're not. Yeah, I'm. I'm on their website right now. Um, we're not. I'll tell you this straight up. We're not racist. Um, but we're not for the Black Lives Matter organization. We're, we're <laughs> best brand yeah, in history. Yeah, though. we 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 need a we we need to draw the line there. We we are for Black Lives. We're also there for all lives. But, All lives matter is yeah, racist, though. You get more of Yes. The, the organization in itself... Sucks. So, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> like, they're awful. Yeah. I'm trying to find their mission statement. Who, Black Lives Matter? No, cut. <laughs> probably, it's probably the same they thing. They don't even have... My roommate's doing sit-ups. <laughs> so, uh, this is going to turn into a porno real fast. Well, you do have a mustache, so. Sure, it's November. Cut is your favorite channel. It's three old ladies smoking pot. Nothing wrong with that. That wasn't sarcastic. Sounded it. No, it wasn't. I'm not, I don't give a shit. Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Our, oh, our statement. We are the next great storytelling company. They won't even let me click on their their mission statement. Wow, this is the most pretentious website ever. Oh my god. Yeah, we, we can... We're going to dissect this website at some point. I didn't even know yeah, these guys existed. This will, this will definitely be a topic. Holy shit. This is... Well, it, I'm also seeing some of their video thumbnails. It looks like they're indoctrinating children, so that's cool. I don't know if it's my computer, but... Yeah, I think it's my computer. Oh, shut up. I wonder if the mic picks that up. All right, anyways. So, yeah, that was a little thought exercise for you. Um, no, it's good, though. Didn't really go home, I thought it would. But at the same time, that's fair. I think we just try to give everybody a fair shake, and these people... Um, the, thing that I, the thing that I wish the most, honestly... Yeah. Is that... These people didn't base their narrative on generalities. And I know that's going to sound ironic coming from a white male, mm-hmm. but I never do that. I try to judge everybody individually and I try to be a real person as opposed to just kind of feeding into a narrative that, hey, black people are oppressed. And I mean, everybody, everybody in this country is kind of, it's I, personally, I think it's about uh, class struggles. Yeah. And geographical struggles more than it is about the color of your skin. And I understand that there's some, we can take deep dives into this because it's pretty nuanced. And obviously, across the board, I don't know. We'll see. 
Yeah. I just think that if there's one place that you would want to live in 2020, it would be the United States of America, regardless of what you look like, regardless yeah. of what you believe and what you think, because you can really do whatever you want here as of right now, you know, Absolutely. within the law. Absolutely. So I, I found their mission statement for uh, Cut. Was it San, Cut stands for again? I don't think it stands for anything. I think yeah. it's just a stupid website name. Um, our hearts are broken after witnessing the murders of Ahmed Arbery. Ahmed Arbery. Yep. Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, the last names in, the long, in a long list of victims who have died at the hands of the police. We are also bearing witness to a racially disproportionate loss of life due to COVID-19 and the pre-existing conditions of environmental racism and structural inequality. Wait, wait, wait. So COVID's racist? No, no. We are also bearing witness to a racial... Yeah, yeah. A racially disproportionate disproportionate loss of life due to COVID-19 and the pre-existing conditions... Cancel COVID. It's racist. Listen, (laughs) what they just said right there is that COVID is racist and that uh, black people are have a higher loss of life in COVID, which I believe is true. Because COVID's racist. Be, all right, let's not be so... Yes. No. Uh, Cancel it. It's racist. No. Listen, we'll, we'll dive into that topic as well as COVID... When it comes to COVID-19, um, COVID is not racist. I'll tell you that right now. Um, there is a reason why black deaths are higher for COVID-19. And I will... Well, that'll be for- one of the earlier episodes that we go over because I think that is entirely misguided. Well, um, that's the problem is when you take when you make sweeping generalities mm-hmm. like this, then you come up with these conclusions that on paper look bad, but you never look into the mm-hmm. reason why. Like the wage gap, that's totally a real thing. Yep, it's not. So, here's the changes. Uh, cut is going to make immediately. Uh, number one is immediate. Divestment from police and police departments, so defunding. They have a whole paragraph on that. I'm not going to go into that. Uh, immediate investment in black cultural workers, creators, and future colleagues. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. Number three, holding ourselves accountable for the impact of our life. Oh, wow, holding ourselves accountable. I like that. Yeah, but the thing is, is their definition of accountability is very different than the actual definition well, of accountability. Well, do you want me to read theirs? Yeah, I do. All right. Uh... So for number two, immediate investment in black... Oh, no. No, sorry. Uh, Number three, holding ourselves accountable for the impact of our work. We have to take responsibility for our content and our messages in a rigorous and just way. We are discussing strategies for concrete and material practices that will hold us accountable to our diverse audience and especially our black fans and viewers. This includes... Inviting all employee, employees across the company to participate in the editorial review of our work, creating opportunities for anonymous feedback within the company on editorial projects, contracting with outside reviewers, and soliciting deeper critique from members of our audience that leave feedback. Do you want to know what that just really said? Yeah, go for it. Nothing. None well, of that meant anything. We'll dissect it a little bit more. I mean, in a, you can't uh, just say like it means nothing. There's no substance. We're gonna make changes. We're gonna let everyone read our shit and make their own comments. Like that doesn't mean anything. That's a lot of the problems. Is everything now these days is a bunch of slogans. We, people, people just say this is what we're gonna do. We're well, gonna, yeah, we want change. What do you well, want to change? Yeah, I mean, a- a- action. Action is. 
I, I don't give a fuck about your words. I want action. And empty I, platitudes. Yeah, I, I will I will definitely do my research on this to see if they're upholding their words. Doubt it. Um but that was an opinion. We'll we'll come back to you on that. Um but that's but this, this is this is the same thing that they were doing, you know, at the right after uh, George Floyd um, died. They a bunch of people were saying change. We need change. We need change. And things do need to change. I completely agree. Just not that I don't think that things they want to change are what I would like to see change because mm-hmm. I don't think it'll make things better. But what I meant about empty platitudes is that uh, what was it? Gone with the wind. They just they're like, oh, we're gonna get rid of this. This will make everything better. Yeah. Like no. Of course. <laughs> we need real change. Not getting rid of a movie. Yeah, of course. Oh, you're going to find this funny. For our peers in media, especially non-black creators and creatives, we expect this from you. So that's us. We're non-blacks. I am white. So what do they expect from us? Um, stop framing complex experiences like structural violence against black lives as a debate between discrete sides. Promote and amplify the diversity of black voices and experiences. Second bullet. Establish oversight of suggestion algorithm. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go through this bullet by bullet. All right. Read the first one again. Let's do this. All right. Well, I'll go over the what they expect. So for our peers in media, especially non-black creators and creatives, we expect this from you. Right. So Let's go point by point. Bullet point number one. Stop framing complex experiences like structural violence against black lives as a debate between two discrete sides. Promote and amplify the diversity of black voices and experiences. That's two very different things, first of all. So that should have been two bullets, but good job, cut. So the first one, stop framing complex, complex issues like uh, structural violence against black people. Yep. As two, two discrete sides. So like Democrats versus Republicans. That's like structural ex- violence. That's exactly what we're trying to not well, do. Well, I think, I, well, yeah, they're dividing Exactly. Yeah, that's what the but that's the is. thing is I think that I think that it's 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 able to say hey we don't believe that it's as much of a travesty or a problem because there's nuance to every single individual issue mm-hmm. as opposed to saying like oh you know what I would I would be called if I said that oh you're a Republican I'm not a Republican or I'm a racist or a racist which you know call me whatever you want I don't fucking care I'm not but yeah. I'm a registered independent. I'm not a Republican. Yeah. I'm not a Democrat. I, I try to attack every individual issue as an individual issue as opposed to saying, you know, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ron Aubrey. Those are all one issue. Those are three separate situations that have three separate reasons for why yeah. they happened. Yep. Same with Richard Brooks. And you notice how they stopped talking about him once, mm-hmm. you know, they realized he was beating the shit out of two cops and stole his taser and tried to shoot him with it, but whatever. That the guy at uh, Wendy's? Yeah, they burned the Wendy's down the next day. Yeah, Good love one. that. Without facts, by the way. They had no facts beforehand. All right, whatever. Bold point um, that's point. another problem in society. Um, <laughs> bullet point number two, establish oversight of suggestion. Suggestion ag- algorithms that platform misinformation, racism, and radicalizing content. That's what you... you... That's what that's, that's what, what you, that's what your website is. Yeah, well, that's what YouTube is and Twitter, they're... They're suppressing everyone. I have an idea. Let everybody say everything. Mm-hmm. And then let people decide what they think is right. Yeah. Instead of stop stop deciding what people can and can't handle. I agree. It's ridiculous. Like, they're, they're out here saying, like, oh, you can't hear this because then you'll become radicalized. Yeah. What? So you're basically just insulting every person's intelligence by saying mm-hmm. you can't see through bullshit. 
cool. Absolutely is. Oh, I'm tipping. Talk about that later. Next bullet point, go. Next, third bullet, last one. Oh, it's only three. Wow, only three yeah. things, three steps to greatness. Uh, establish consensus, well, towards non-black people. That's There's three steps to greatness. I'm saying for us, for me yeah. and you. Just, yeah. just me and you, this is toss. We should probably put this into our mission statement. This is our mission. <laughs> three steps to greatness. Thanks, cut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> third bullet point, establish consensus amongst editorial workers that the police can and do their own PR management already, and that we will no longer repair or rehabilitate their reputations for them. What were they? What were they doing before? I don't know. Established consensus amongst editorial. Were they making excuses the for? Cannon. Were they making excuses for officers who do bad things before? No, I doubt it. <laughs> so, oh, for us, this for is what we can do. do. Okay, so what we should do is hold people we, accountable. They no, should be held no, no, accountable. No, 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 no. Don't look at the facts. Black person dead. White cop. Racism. Done. Easy. I can do that. Yeah. That, hey, hey, everyone. That's sarcasm. Um, it is the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah. You can just do yeah. that. Instead of looking at the facts like Richard Brooks. Who, they burned, They did not. They look burned down a Wendy's Wendy's without even knowing what the hell happened. Facts. They just they saw look, black guy, white yeah. cop. Yeah. And this is, this is what this podcast is about. Is about facts. We will not jump to conclusions. Um, no. Because that's the most dangerous yeah. thing you can do. Yes. And then that's how... Uh, this is my problem with everybody now. So that was George Floyd as well. Is if you, if you jump to a conclusion... that This is my issue. It's, it's mostly with the media, to be honest. Because there's no accountability. Is if you jump to a conclusion, like with, you know, PPGate. Remember with the state dossier and Trump mm-hmm. when he had Russian hookers pissing on him? And they just ran with that. Mm-hmm. Didn't do any fact-checking. Obviously, it wasn't true. Yep. And then there's no accountability. They never have to pay any kind of repercussion for that. Same with the whole jumping off point for this was the videos. There's never going to be a time where someone has to say, hey, like, why do you think that? Like, let's talk. I would love to talk to every single person in that video. Yeah. Like, talk to me. What's going on? Why do you feel that way? No, I I would love to. Like, I, I love talking to people and just hearing their... Like, listen, I'm a Marine. I eat crayons. I'm not the most articulate person there is. Um, Jesus but like, I love to hear other people's side, people, people's side, like people who wear masks in their car no, there's by no, themselves. There's no excuse for that. Sorry. Listen, but <laughs> you but, are a pussy. No, but I, I want, I literally want to pull them aside and just, I just want to hear their, their mindset behind it. I, I'm just very, I'm not in a confrontational way. I just, I'm very curious on how like psychology works. Well, because, you know, Brian Stelter, who's totally a heterosexual, told him to, probably. On well, a different topic, but yes. No, it's because it, they're being... T- it makes sense to do that. And did you see... It's not Philly. It's Pennsylvania, I believe. The whole state. It, if you are in your own home and someone who doesn't live in the house is there, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. It's mandated. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Like, so if my mom comes over, like, we both have to be wearing a mask, I promise you we're not going to be doing that. No, you don't. Look. If you have a girlfriend say, or if your buddy yeah. comes over, like you're supposed to be wearing a mask. Yeah, your constitutional rights say that you do not have to, but. Um, wearing masks during doggy style sex just so everyone's facing the same way. And Cut said, this is just a start. We commit to responding to and reviewing our positions under the advice of black leaders in our communities and black voices in our audience. Cut loves you. Sign Cut. Who are the black leaders? 
I don't know. Is it Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson? Is it Sean King, who's a white person? Sean King? He's white. He claims he's black, but he's white. Come on. My point is, look, there are intellectual black people who uh, get... see through this. They get... Well, that, yeah. But I'm saying leaders in the black community who are smart as fuck, and they get shut down because they're not black enough. Yeah. It's like, you guys have all the people necessary to make real difference and make a change, and what you're doing instead is holding yourselves back. Mm-hmm. And... Absolutely. And what, what's the, um, who's that, um, the one, uh, the uh, NBA, he just got signed 50 million for the Rockets, but he did, declined it. Oh, James Harden. <laughs> yeah. So, but he, cause he wanted to go to a, 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 um. He just hated being in Houston. Well, because the owner's Republican or. Well, the owner owns the 76ers now. It's not, that's not the reason. That's not the reason. No. Well, regardless. Moore, yeah, no, that's not the reason. But $50 million is a shit ton of money, and you can make it... You, you don't need $50 million. What you can do with that money, though, is give back to your community. Why would you do that? That's dumb. Is that a rhetorical question, or are you just... No. All right. <laughs> Listen. Listen, take the fucking money and put it back to your community... Instead of fucking bitching about what's going on with Black Lives, all right? Like, all, like. Guess how many? Oh, guess how many people Black Lives Matter the organization has put through college? This is a good number. Let me guess. Can I guess? Sure. Is it the same as the number of people who have gotten COVID more than twice or tw- more than it's once? Less. It's less. It's less. It's than less four. than four. It's less than four. It's uh, zero people. Oh shit! Wow. <laughs> Holy fucking a. All right. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. Like this organization, like the net worth of the three founders, mm-hmm. outrageously high. They're all millionaires off of this shit. Do you, um, uh, yeah, no shit. What, what have they done? Like fucking nothing. Uh, Alicia Garza, Patrice Colors, Colors, Opal Tometi. They, they honestly look very young. Decently. Oh, I think they're in their 30s. Yeah, they're they're very, very young. This, this organization's only been around for like 10 Ten. years. I think it was, it was during the Obama administration. I think it was 2010 maybe. I'm not totally sure though. Okay. Well, well that, will be a, that will be a topic on its own. Black Lives Matter and we'll dissect that on what they actually stand for. Hint, Marxism. Um, that wasn't a hint. That was the answer. Right? <laughs> very well. <laughs> Yeah, shit. Your dog is being a fucking... Is it my dog? Yes. <laughs> Listen, they're not locked. They're in the backyard, all right? <laughs> they have free roam, all right? Listen. Don't call animal control on us. Or do. I don't care. I ain't falling. I'm not violating anything. Yeah. My dog is loved. All right. Do, do you have any like closing remarks or that you want to talk about this topic that you brought up at all besides like it it it, it does sound smelling funky <laughs> Jesus fucking dog um, no not not particularly i mean it's just we need to this is all this is a symptom of a very big problem is that it's all talking points it's all rhetorical and 
there's no substance. You can't mm-hmm. ju- like you can't just be like, oh, white people smell like shit or white people are all dicks. Like, yeah. Just like I couldn't be like, hey, black people are all dicks or black people smell like shit. Yeah. Because that would make me racist. Yeah. He's not saying that. He's not saying that. He's no, just using an example. No, I am. All right, let's... <laughs> people take things out of context that's here, true. all right? No, of course I'm not saying that. Like, that's... You can't generalize about a whole group of people. They're not a monolith, just like no. white people aren't. Absolutely not. Um, and uh, I, I said this in the beginning of this episode, that people have their own experiences in life, and I guarantee you everyone who answered that did not experience that on their own. They got that through... What they saw on social media it's, and that's the that and, social media is a yes problem. and networks and and the the thing is it's people are put into these echo chambers of social media if that makes sense so people will you follow people who 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 have the same ideas of you as or, you or ideas who yeah. you're fucking stealing from but yeah. yeah um. You just get your own opinions echoed back at you, and that's confirmation bias. You're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm right. Someone else said it. Yeah, that, 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 that's a huge problem. And what I suggest for people is... Follow both sides. Follow both sides. And uh, someone said it before. Um, I, I, am I okay with using another podcast as an example? Yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Drinking Bros, uh, Dan, Dan Hathaway, he, he challenged people to... Go on to CNN and look at their articles for because 21 days make a, a habit, a lifetime habit, 21 days. So go on CNN or any uh, opposing view uh, site that you know of. So if you're if, a conservative. If you're a conservative or, or a Democrat, um, go on. If you're a Democrat, go on Fox or, or uh, what's the new uh, Newsmax. OAN. Or what any anything to go to the opposing site, read an article every day for twenty one days, and dissect it, and come up with your own conclusions about it, and have questions. the The biggest thing that I see in today's society is that people are lacking the ability to question things. Critical thinking is dead. Yes, and that is a huge component to. I think success in life. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna follow Tucker Carlson, follow Rachel Maddow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. If you're gonna follow, well, I mean, you can do. If you're gonna follow Joe Biden, follow Donald Trump too. Well, yeah. don't follow Trump. He's a shitty Twitter follower. It's so infuriating. But who, Biden or Trump? Trump. Biden is just like he's just, gonna, he's got a PR team yeah. to put shit out. Trump is just like no, all caps. <laughs> he's oh, in, he's in the Oval Office. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's, he's sitting office. like Gollum in the in the corner of the Oval Office, like. Fraud! <laughs> it is. I I followed him for like the first year of his presidency, and then one day it was the most freeing shit in the world. I was like, unfollow. I can't look at this anymore. It is comedy, though. I think uh, I was. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it. I, I think I already sent it to you, but it's uh, uh Donald Trump Jr. He uh, he put out a <laughs> a video meme. Of, oh, the thing. Yeah, yeah. That was that was fucking funny. I don't agree with it. It's just funny. No, yeah, this yeah. is this is good broadcasting, as you just say. It, Donald Trump posted something. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, that really that does one for the audience. No, was, I know, but it's just like my whole point was if you're gonna if you're gonna you can't just watch Fox News. You can't just watch MSNBC because you are getting opinions regurgitated to you mm-hmm. by biased people. Mm-hmm. 
It's the age of spin, baby. Yep. They're just putting spin on stories to make every single story look good for their side. It's yep. about tribalism. So, it's about partisanship. It's not about the truth. It's not about honesty, and it never has been. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is it's just th- one good thing from the Trump administration, one great thing that Donald Trump did for this country is you can love him or hate him. I'll tell you my opinion on him some other time. But he really brought everybody to the forefront, everyone's bias. He made yeah. people. He made people lose their minds for reasons that I still don't understand, and he really shed a light on the bias in the media. Mm-hmm. Fox News, by the way, not your friend if you're a conservative. No. They never have been, and it, it, it's really good that he was able to do that because now it's really opening people's eyes. And the thing, the thing about growth is it's very uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I think I think we are growing as a nation as divided as we may be right now, but people are wrestling with the own idea that they're the ideas on these. T- they're trying to find their identity. Thank you. Fucking tongue tied. Yeah, they're really tr- they're trying to hash out how they feel about all these topics, and they're being forced almost to do it publicly now because ev- this is just and even, every- violent, even violently yeah, at times. Unfortunately, which is sad. Oh, something about this podcast. We renounce violence in all forms. Yes. No, we... Yeah. No, no violence. Unless violence comes upon you, then stay violent. Then defend yourself. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's just... This is how they, the ideas are being... <laughs> this is perfect. I I saw this video. This was, like, maybe, like, I don't know, six months ago. Mm-hmm. Or, actually, I think, it, I think it was pre-COVID, because it was at a very public event, and no one was wearing masks. So, it was pre-COVID. Um, and... The caption on this tweet was uh, political discourse in, tw- in the year 2020. And it was a woman, mm-hmm. young, early 20s, with very short, she, she had this like Skrillex blue haircut. Nothing wrong with that. She didn't look good. Um, and she was just screaming. And when I say screaming, I don't mean like words. She was just going, ah, ah, at this kid, right? Yeah. And this kid had a MAGA hat on. And he was wearing shorts and Timberland boots, which is the worst look in the world. Yeah. And she was just screaming in his face, ah, ah. And he just goes, Trump. (laughs) And she goes, ah. And he goes, Trump, 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 Trump. (laughs) And it's like, yep, that pretty much sums it up. Neither, you both look like fucking idiots. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what? Like, like on that topic, just fucking walk away. If someone's being a fucking dick to you like that. Just yelling in your face. Nothing good comes out of screaming Trump and back in their face. Just yeah, because you look away. like a moron. Yes. Listen, the, the point The point of, I don't know if anyone's practitioners of self-defense here, but... Practitioners? Yeah. You're practicing self-defense. You're a practitioner. When I hear practitioner, I think of a doctor. So I guess that no. makes sense. You're yeah. practicing medicine. Yeah, you're practicing Practic- self-defense. <laughs> so like, I, I don't know if anyone here follows Tony Blauer, um, but he just put out uh, last night a good quote. Um, I'm paraphr- paraphrasing, but if you're a practitioner of self-defense, that doesn't mean how to win a fight. It means how to not get into a fight. So Avoiding violent conflict. Absolutely. And like we said before, we are not introducing violence into this podcast. We're no, you, but you need to it. be able to be safe. Mm-hmm. 
because it's dangerous now. It's scary. I've, yeah. I've seen so many videos of white people just being popped in the face mm-hmm. for no reason. Then yeah. again, there's very little context to these videos, so I could be wrong. Yeah. I could be being duped, but it's like, why is that happening? Like, Absolutely. That guy is minding his own business. Yeah. Unless yeah. he was being an agitator, and yeah. then, you know, yeah, you kind of get what you asked for. But, it, like, th- the point of this podcast is to give you guys some some light and some facts. So if you do get confronted by people who are willing to have a open dialogue with you to present them facts from credible sources um, to kind of, I hate saying change your point of view, but to direct their... Broaden their perspective. Broaden their perspective and to maybe see... Just introduce new ideas. Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely. that's that's all it really comes down to is you need to you need to plant the seed. Yeah. Because if these people are so deep rooted in their beliefs, but they don't have any reason to feel that way, they're gonna get defensive. Yeah. And, and, and even if they do have reasons for feeling the way they believe, everyone's gonna get defensive when their point of view is challenged. The thing that's bothering me the most these days. How many times have I said the thing that's bothering me the most? I feel like I said. Yeah, but we're gonna. A lot of shit's bothering me. <laughs> Something's bothering me. But something that really bothers me is. I'll see on Twitter, again, with my addiction, somebody will post something. Mm-hmm. It'll be something political. Mm-hmm. And then somebody will reply to it. And then, the, like, let's say it's a conservative person posts X. And then a, a Democrat will post, or a liberal will be like, well, this is my perspective on what you just said. And then a, another a different conservative, probably a bot or something, will be like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You can't, po-. like, no, dude. Produce substance, yeah. please. That's all I'm asking. You can't say, you liberals are all morons. Like, yeah. That's not a convincing that, argument. Yeah, that, I, I, I fucking hate Twitter. I haven't I haven't had it downloaded since I was in high school because I made some poor decisions on Twitter. You sure did. Um, I was a fucking comedian, though, on Twitter in high school. But regardless, I haven't had it since. Um, Idiot. But I hate those public forums because it leads to nothing it needs at least nothing but fucking. It's idiots like, debating idiots about nothing. I shouldn't say it, it, you could you could be an intellectual person debating someone, an other intellectual person on Twitter, but because texts are are put out of context, people are put out of context and they come off on the wrong way yeah so that's why i hate debating on public forums i rather if you want to debate something or have a discussion about something let's let's talk about it in person or that's actually a really good point because i actually had this rule with my ex-girlfriend and it was a shit relationship but this was a good thing that came out of it was when we were gonna get into an argument like you could feel it brewing we were bickering we had a rule tweet about it yeah bring it to twitter yeah (laughs) no we had a rule we're not texting this. Either we're going to meet up and talk about it or we're going to FaceTime. Yeah. Because so much shit gets taken out of context yeah, and then people get agitated based off of it. You can't read tone over a text. Mm-hmm. I'm a very sarcastic person. That gets me in a lot of trouble when mm-hmm. I'm texting because that doesn't come through all the time mm-hmm. and that's on me. Now, on, on, we'll, we'll bring the dogs in after this, but for that video that you brought up from Cut, did they was a video of them interviewing... It was of the su- the interview subjects. So the person asking the questions was behind the camera. But they were two random people. Like it was no, 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 no. They came into the studio. It was I think it was a studio. Oh, and they just oh they brought the and they had them sit down in a chair. Oh, really? And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hmm. It was funny. No one was wearing masks. And then this one dude comes up. He's wearing two masks. I swear to God. He was pecking like, dude, you can't understand you saying it all. Like, <laughs> dude, you're indoors. Like, you're hey. standing probably at least six feet away. Hey, they save lives, all right? What was it? Came out today, 99.92% survivability rate for people under 49 years old. That's a different topic, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, just putting facts out there. All right. Um, hey, so, shit. <laughs> I, f- I fucked up. Give me a second. It's so funny that you don't know your password unless no, I got your it. phone's staring you straight in the face. <clears throat> no, I got it. Um, so I think we're good on that, on yeah. that subject. I, I, I'm glad that we did that. We could, we could devolve this into way more shit. Yeah. I'd rather just... Yeah, I, I, I think this is, again, this is a mini-series to, on shit that's bothering us and we kind of just talk about it with with facts that we know of but not this is like i said this is more raw and yeah another thing about the podcast is i don't know i don't think we ever talked about this but we're not we're not editing it we might cut parts out if like if we need to jump yeah if i say uh charles real name you literally almost just did it. <laughs> I, know. I almost said it. It was, all, it was rolling off the tongue. Yeah. So, yeah, but stuff like that. But otherwise, it's just going to be pretty unedited, like, just letting it go. Because that's another problem. And this is going to go on forever if we just keep saying that's another problem. But that's another problem. Is everything's so, like, edited and taken mm-hmm. out of context and making it seem exactly what you want it to mm-hmm. seem. And it's just like, hey, like, just, just have a real conversation. People have real conversations all the time. Yeah. Me and you, we're just real guys. Yeah. They just walk around the street and, like, exist. Yeah. And we just have conversations. This is what the world needs more of is people talking to each other about stuff as people, not as broadcasters, not as, you know, like I'll use this example of like Tucker Carlson. He's very, he has that old school, like I'm a TV broadcaster voice that he always talks in, even when he's giving interviews and that annoys me. It's not just like a real conversation that Mm -hmm. you're having. That being said, absolutely. But it's it's everybody. Everybody does it. Just talk, just talk Mm -hmm. like people. Yeah. Um. All right, we're done. No. Uh. What? Well, something that we didn't go over the pilot. Um. So do you? Uh. Do you have a list of topics? Mm-hmm. So. Um. Or do you want to go over that in episode one? At the end of that. Okay. Oh, we can do it now. All right. Yeah. So. Um. So we have a bunch of topics that we're gonna go over for each episode, the most controversial topics in today's society, and we will present that to everyone with facts from credible sources, and we'll post it, um, to the podcast, to the description, and everything, so that you guys can fact check it yourself, and again, hold us accountable. Um. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go over the ones that you have? You have a shit ton of lists. I just have a little few, but. And then uh, he'll he'll go over the he'll go over the list, um, and it, it's a running list. It's a living document, and yeah. also these are in no particular order. I was just sitting thinking and started writing yeah. one day. Who whoever the audience out there is, um, comment and what? tell tell us what you want to hear next, and we'll kind of uh, analyze that and put that into use. Sure. All right, so these are just a shit ton of topics that I just thought of off the top of my head. I'm sure I have more. I didn't even really sit down and think about this for very long, but let's see. Uh, the wage gap, male privilege, institutional racism, free speech, the Second Amendment, Black Lives Matter, socialism slash communism because they're basically the same thing, rape culture, police brutality, mental health, white privilege, 
beauty standards, you know, male versus female, how females are always complaining that they live up, they have to live up to impossible beauty standards, even mm-hmm. though men also have to do that, and they don't realize that. Um, transgenderism, uh, LBGTQIAP+. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what they're at right now. They okay. stole the whole alphabet. Uh, the Constitution, virtue signaling, hypocrisy, propaganda, um, how language can truly alter reality, bias, the media, same thing, federalism, uh, small businesses versus large businesses and corporations and why small businesses need to stop being um, bent over, uh, monopolies, I think I already said racism, but that must be on there twice, and then, you know, like rape, hoaxes, like the story of Brian Banks, that movie came out, didn't get talked about enough, but yep. I don't even know, do you even know who Brian Banks is? No. That's a travesty, no one does. It's fucked up. That's my life for now. All right. I got, uh, did you talk, did you say school systems? No, that's a good one. Though. So, uh, negatives, uh, to our school systems. School choice. Uh, kindergarten through 12th grade or even, and then the next topic Higher education. Is, is college degrees. Um, second one is society paying for others degrees, uh, comparing trade journeymen careers to degrees as well. Um, why military occupation is bad. Um, again, like I was in the military for a little while. I, I'm in uh, strategic studies and defense now, so I know a little bit about a little bit. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, next the uh, military industrial complex, we'll definitely dive into that with how the stocks happen. You could, if, if you were following the election at all, how the stocks, uh, changed, um, if Joe Biden was winning, the stocks went way up because they knew we were probably going to go to war if Biden was going to win. If Trump was ahead, then the stocks went down for the uh, military industrial complex. Uh, next one is leadership. I kind of want to talk down like a uh, b- biblical aspect. Um, Jocko is like the expert on leadership, but I kind of want to go over my experiences and stuff I've seen through uh, the Bible. Um, Black Lives Matter, how is Marxist and possibly even a terrorist organization? And then lastly is Antifa and how that is a terrorist organization. And uh, leave your comments below. Uh, Let us know what you guys want to hear. And then we'll go over it. Uh, This is, uh, fuck, Bill Hawthorne and Charles Fleetwood. Till next time. Remember your own name, bro. Yeah, sorry.